Grace, you just said I look pretty. <laughs> I think you're awesome, and you're pretty. Oh, Aww. so are you. How was your weekend? My weekend was fabulous. I went to go see the Barbie movie with my friend Lacey. Is it actually good? Wait, yes. we let, let's intro this, and I that's going to be our first subject because I'm <laughs> I'm totally at a loss here. I don't understand what the what the hoopla is, and I need to know. Barbie. So, without any farther ado, Grace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Episode number 21, and we are mm -hmm. still going strong. Mm -hmm. Doing it with a beautiful human like yourself, I knew I couldn't go wrong. Ah, oh, man, all the love today. I love it. I'm Eric Idiot Renner Kosek. And I'm Grace Hot Pants Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back. That's right. Business up front and party in the back. Together, we are the running mullet and we are going to talk about every aspect of running the podium to the dnf and everything in between if you are a runner this show is for you now sit back get out your foam roller and enjoy the party all right so hey, this, this barbie hi grace enough of that this Barbie movie, like, man, like what, what is it because it's such a big part of like our childhood, our people our age that like, it's so huge. Or is it because like that good looking dude with Ryan Gosling, is it got Ryan Gosling? Is he in it? Uh, yeah, I think it's Ryan Gosling. I personally, Eric, uh, Ryan Gosling is a, a fine actor. He's, he's not my type, but he's, right. a, I'm sure he's a very nice man. Is the storyline, I mean, let's hear your review of this then, since you went and saw it. And I, I know it's like huge. It set records. Yeah. It's the biggest movie of the year. It. I saw a preview for it. And it's like weird, I thought. But what do I know? Mm -hmm. I'm not a Barbie fan. Maybe I could be, but let's hear your review. My review of the Barbie movie, it was super fun. Had lots of fun people in it. Lots of jokes. I think uh, it it definitely tries to be a bit of a heartwarming story and it accomplishes that, but it doesn't get deep for very long. There's jokes throughout the whole movie, super fun. And um, I loved it. It was good. Like oh. Ken, Ken is a, a, one of the characters, right? So that's Ryan Gosling and Ken's job is beach. That's what he does for a living. He does beach. He does beach. Yeah. Don't, He's don't not a lifeguard. Head. Because he doesn't have that skill set. He just does beach. He just does beach. Yeah. Mm. It's super interesting. Cool. Wow. Yeah. And, and the actors are amazing. And there were some people in there. Issa Rae, I'm a big fan of hers. And she played the president. So um, there were some other fun surprises. Music by Lizzo. You know, it was good. I mean, it's always good to see like a happy-go-lucky type of movie with no anything, you know? Just fun. And I think it, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, there were definitely some. Um, I don't think it was just happy go lucky. Oh. <laughs> I think there, you know, there's there's definitely some, some drama. Not drama, just like boost up empowerment for women, but also let's not, you know, bash men in the meantime. So that was good. I, I liked it. I thought they did a good job of it. Huh. Well, good. Do you want to keep doing movie reviews for this episode? Not at all. Talk about trails. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're you're leaving. When are you leaving? I'm leaving on a jet plane, Grace. Um, yeah, Wednesday morning, Becky and I head out from Philly. Mm -hmm. 
to mm-hmm. Montana. To Montana. And that's one of our topics of today. How do you, I have never traveled by plane for a race. I've traveled by car. Uh, so, and you've done this before. So what do you do differently when you're traveling by plane to a race states away? You don't have your closet full of 50 pair of shoes to choose from. How do you manage it, buddy? Yeah. I mean, this one, this one, we're both traveling with just a carry on no checked bag. Wow. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I know. Like my, my bag is packed to the brim when they, when TSA goes to inspect my baggies full of electrolyte mix because they Uh think it's cocaine, Mm -hmm. it's going to to disrupt all the packing I did. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit back in there perfectly to close the zipper. You know, it's that bad. I mean, let me, hold on a second. Let me, I'm going to do something here. I just want to, let's see. So there's my bag. Wow. A pair of shoes and a Patagonia bag. And yeah. then Becky is the same way right there. We're just laying on the floor, you know. Holy moly, that's but impressive. I guess, but I mean, really, I don't, I think we have everything we need. I'm playing, yeah, like if it was Tahoe, I actually sent a UPS box out to my rental yeah. house beforehand so that when I arrived, I would have all my goodies from my closet that you're speaking of there. And like, I felt better. Yeah. You know, but this is, I don't know. I mean, I'm, my game plan is I'm going to get most of my calories from liquid. Mm -hmm. Um, except for when I get to an aid station, I'm going to eat the real food they have there and maybe take something with me. So, so I didn't have to pack any, like any of the goodies or the bars or stuff like that. I'm just, I'm going with scratch mostly Uh not wood that it it works. Mm -hmm. And, um, a bunch of gummies that I now, like. Now, what's the weather like? Because if all you need to wear are some shorts and some nippies, then that makes it a little easier, right? That is the plan. That is all I'm going to wear: shorts and nippies and a, and a tank top, probably to prevent chafing from my vest. But yeah, it's supposed to be uh, low 90s, I think, on on race day out there. It's hot, right? like right now. It's 95 all week, but it's dropping down like 89. Okay. Um, Do you have to bring a jacket or anything like that for overnight? Yeah. And overnight it does look like it drops like low fifties. So up on top of the mountains, which we go maximum, we're, we're topping out at like 10,000 feet. I think that's during the day though. Um, most of it's pretty significantly lower than that, but yeah, I, I think I'm hoping it's going to be a tad bit nipply at night for sure. And yes, they, they believe a jacket is required. Okay. You should check that. Yeah, I mean, it's my. <laughs> All right, so are you planning to buy anything when you get there, or is this like this is it? You're ready. You know, if we go to a Walmart on the day before and I see something that tickles my little fancy, then maybe I'll pick it up. But that, but that's it. Yeah. I think I have everything I need. Between the aid stations are pretty, pretty stacked. I mean, the big longest distance is like 13 miles. And again, uh, I'll get my calories from gummies and liquid yeah give it a shot and becky Uh becky's kind of the same i think i don't i think she's gatorade and some gummies i'm not sure what she's packing for food we really didn't talk about that Hmm. (laughs) but yeah i have my race outfit and everything goes right i don't see myself changing anything but Uh i do have one extra pair of shoes 
um, hokas if I want something. I'm wearing the normals. I'm wearing the normals to start Are out. Are you? Did you, did you like them? I like them enough where I think uh, the minimal weight might help. And um, worse comes to worse, my feet start hurting. I'll put on my cushy hokas. Yeah. And uh, we do have a crew going out with us, Lyle Klingeman and his wife. They're going to hang out with my daughter, Lauren, and go from aid station to aid station. So they can okay. give us some stuff, but we're not, I'm not giving them much. Say, if you're not packing anything, then, you know, yeah. what, what do you do with your crew? I might you give them like, some stuff. We might buy some stuff in Walmart just to throw to them and be like, look, if maybe I, I might want this. I don't know, but I don't think give so. Give them some snacks, I guess. Yeah, That's just keep cool. them moving and alive. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't expect to change any socks and shirts and vests is all going to stay the same. If yeah, I don't know. It should be fun. Okay, I'm, I'm excited for you. You know what shoes I am not wearing at my race this weekend? Mm. The Sauconies that I left at your house. No, I I kind of sit with them every night and I, I pet <laughs> not, them. <all> <laughs> not gonna wear those. Yeah, but I guess I'm not gonna wear them ever again. They uh, we'll keep them safe. Found a new home. Nah, they'll they'll always be here for you. I they have plenty of friends in my closet. Yeah, <laughs> plenty <laughs> of friends. Now, um, again, uh, what race are you doing this weekend? Uh, Crazy Mountain. 100 in Montana across the crazy mountains, 23,000 feet of gain, 100 miles, I I think. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And you've done 100 milers with more gain. Ure had more than this, right? Yeah. Ure was double that. Ure, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> Ure 42. Ure's but I mean, let's, let's face it. You want to compare it to like Eastern States and stuff. It's, it's yeah. a little above that. So it's going to be... Yeah. A tough, super tough race, but yeah. I, I guess my point in asking that is more like you, you feel prepared for this type of elevation for um, this scenario that you're going into. Is that a fair statement? You feel ready? Yeah, ready to go. That's a very fair statement, Grace. I actually feel I feel more confident, and hopefully, it's not putting the cart before the horse. But I like the idea of. 3,000 foot climbs that aren't as gnarly as Eastern States, but go on for longer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. I can, I can maintain that fast power hike, I think, um, when it's not that steep. So I look forward to that type of thing. That being said, the downhill for 3,000 feet back downhill is going to be quite quad inducing carnage, but yeah, we'll see. Eh, that's all right. We'll go backwards yeah. for a little There's bit. There's been a couple grizzly sightings right in the area. So that's kind of fun. Is Becky, is Becky bringing oh, yeah. bear spray or not? Uh, she did finally decided not to. And then, okay. then these news flashes about the, these bears being seen popped up. So it's perfect timing. I mean, it's just got to keep them fed and then they're fine. They're fine. You know? Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun time. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Excited to hear about it. And this is uh, building up to your 200, yeah? That's the idea. Yeah, in September, Canadian 200, eh? Yeah, that'll be super fun. Mm -hmm. um, so you have, you have crew and you have pacers coming. And uh, one of the things we've talked about before is like, what do you, especially for people who haven't had crew before and haven't had pacers before, I think there's a certain responsibility as a runner to your crew and to your pacers. So uh, everybody does things a little bit differently. I wanted to hear what are you doing for your crew? What are you doing for your pacers? And how do you 
especially um, such a, a big trip like this, how do you split out costs and and all of that? What do you, what's your plan? Well, this, before we get into it, this is actually going to be, I, I don't, I'm not using any pacers for this hundred miler and that'll oh, be my, okay. that'll be my first big boy run hundred miler that I don't have any pacers. So I'm, I'm kind of nervous, kind of excited about that. Um, I mm -hmm. think a lot of people on here listening, you included know how I get a little bit. I get a little needy, maybe a little cranky uh -huh. pants little during whiny. whiny. I mean, everybody does, but no, I'm going to have to manage that. I'm gonna you. To You're the only one. Manage that all on my own this time, <laughs> which is interesting. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was interesting. I was just I was thinking about you this morning because I was listening to an interview with um, Pam Reed. And yep. she was talking about the benefits and drawbacks of, of having a pacer. And, and sometimes when you're uh, um, when you're up front like that, you know, sometimes you, it's better if you're already in a groove to just keep going along without a pacer. So I'll be interested to hear how what you think about not having one the whole time. I, I can't promise you I'm going to be so upfront that you, as you think I'm going to be, I'm going out to enjoy myself and hopefully yeah. get to that finish line. But yeah, yeah, back to the, the crew and Pacers thing. We talked about this a little bit offline privately, but it's a, it's a fun little concept to think about mm. or idea to think about. And, you know, everybody likes to have help, but, um, I hope if you're asking for help that you're willing to, you know, at least pay it forward somehow or, or pay back your, your crew slash pacers in one way or another. If mm -hmm. you can, I, I always, I guess, let's see if, if I'm reaching out for some to, to, to Facebook world, let's say um, for a specific race and, and somebody responds back, Hey, I'm interested in, you know, possibly helping you or going out to so-and-so race. I'm, I, I, I'm real quick to say that, well, this is what I can do for you. And, you know, I wish I could do more, but I can't cover everything. You know, yeah. uh, I, I can get you out there and I can feed you. I can get your plane ticket and feed you. Um, the rest is going to have to be on you because sadly I can barely get myself out there a lot of times, but um, that's my way, you know, my best way of saying, you know, thank you for coming is you get a, you get a, get to come out, you know, I already have the house. So that's the other thing most yeah. of the time for this trip, especially like I'm already renting the house. So you, you don't have to pay for housing. You might have to get a car and pay for some of the food throughout it, you know, since you're going to be by yourself anyway. Yep. And as far as pacers go, I, I you know, that's, that's personal. I, I, um, I've always been a fan of like the gift cards or, you know, even like a mm -hmm. gift, basket of sorts afterwards and it's not something that you really i really like to say look hey if you come out i'm going to give you this it's more like right you know surprise that this is how much i appreciate yeah. you taking the time what about you yeah real similar um you know, I haven't done a, a ton of traveling for races, so usually it's fairly close by, but I, I'll typically get an Airbnb for the weekend. Even Eastern states, I'm a little more comfortable in a, a cabin in the woods close to the start finish than I am in a hotel. So I try to find a, an Airbnb close by and I typically pay for lodging and then I'll pay for, um, uh, I'll either drive myself or I'll like, I'll pay for transportation up 
And then I, and I'm usually upfront about it. Like I'll do transportation and lodging and then foods on your own. And then I usually do a small gift for my crew and pacers. Last year when I attempted Eastern States, I got all of my, my crew and my pacers. And again, it was a surprise gift. I didn't like tell them, Hey, if you do this for me, I'll buy you something. But (laughs) I got them a pair of gooders that I knew would be in a color they liked. You know, Julia loves purple. So I got her a pair of purple gooders. Um, Lacey loves pink. That's her favorite color. So I got her a pair of pink gooders, you know. Um, So very similar to what you're doing. But I think it's important to be upfront about it ahead of time and say like, hey, here's what's happening. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, a lot of people are taking vacation time for you. Um, you know, they could be doing other things. And I think if you choose really good crew and really good pacers, it's, it's really not a vacation. And I think, you know, once you're in the sport for a while, you, you get that and you understand it as crew, it's a tough job. You really got to make sure that you're hitting all your aid stations. You have everything prepped and ready to go. You should be, you know, on the crew side, I think, you should be awake before your runner is awake, getting stuff together. The car is packed. It's ready to go. You're waking them up. You might be helping them. Did you lube? Did you get breakfast? You know, I think, I think you're, you know, game day, you got to have game face on if your crew or if you're pacing. And so asking somebody to do that, to give up their um, family time, their vacation time to essentially you know, it's, it's a job (laughs) if they're doing a good job of it and a pacer, you know, they're probably giving up their training time. They might be giving up their ability to do a race that day. Um, so you're really asking them to give up a lot. So I, same as you, I I usually do lodging and transportation and then a small gift and, uh, thank them a million times over for helping me out. Yeah. I mean, most people want to help, but it, like you're saying, it's still, especially for something like a hundred, even a local hundred miler, such as Eastern Mm -hmm. States. I mean, it's only a couple hours drive. Okay. That's not bad. And there's the cost isn't that bad, but you're keeping these people up. Well, for one, it's all day Saturday. You're keeping them up all night Sunday or Saturday night. Mm -hmm. We're all zombies come Sunday. So their whole, their whole weekend is completely shot. Yeah. And for me, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit further away. I'm coming up Friday for sure. Um, so it's all day Friday, getting everything organized and uh, it's, it's quite a commitment. Now, I think on the other side of it, um, I have now, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, um, I'm a little experienced with crew. I think on a, I think there should be ratings for how good you are as crew. And I think that we should work on that. I think you should have a rating as a pacer. Like, you know how you get an Airbnb and there's like a rating, like a five-star rating or something? Like, we should do that for crew and for pacers, I think. And I, right? And I'm I'm not bad crew. I'll tell you what. So I'm crewing Laura for Eastern States and I demanded a hat and she got it for me and it's amazing. I can't wait to wear it. I'm going to wear it all the time. What's this hat say? Uh, It says crew chief Um. on the front. And then on the back, it says hot pants. So you, you are a very uh, high maintenance crew. <laughs> Holy moly. And and you, I, you. <laughs> She's going to finish though. I tell you what, if all it takes to finish uh, your first hundred miler is to get your crew a hat. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a bargain. Don't you think? 
So you feel that you're a five star crew? Like you- I don't know if I'm five star. I, I don't think I'm five star because um, I know some people. Like my favorite crew are definitely my friends who are nurses because they know everything. Hmm. I, I would go with four star. I think I'm four star crew. Wow. Okay, that's a it's pretty strong opinion yeah. to have there. You know, if you if you got the goods. I mean, there's nothing wrong in being proud of it. So you should be, um, you should, you're saying you should definitely be, Laura should definitely reimburse you for your, your trouble. No, I already got it. I get a hat. hat. That's, all I, that's all. That's what four star, four star level equals hat. Hmm. What's five? What's five? Come on. You have five, five's Five's got to be more. Five's a lot. I know. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to think about that. I don't even know how much I've actually ever crewed for somebody other than work on this stuff, man. Becky, who else did I actually crew for? I've paid some do a bit. some more sweeping. All right, all right, fine. You listen to me and you listen to me good. <laughs> if you're saying you're four out of five stars on the crew, you're like a half star. No, listen up. I and I I I I hope somebody backs me. I don't know if anybody's gonna back me up on here, but no. Probably not. But I'm one hell of a pacer, young lady. Oh. I am. And even my wife would agree with that. And she doesn't agree with me with too many things. Yeah. So I think that says a lot right there. But I do. I Good really job. feel like my pacing is top notch. And it's weird because yeah. I can be really uh, positive and and keep somebody in the game and get them moving when they're really low. But uh -huh. I can't do that with my I, – you know, I struggle to do that with myself. So it's really yeah. odd. But man, I, think, I, I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard from very, I haven't seen very many reviews on your pacer chart, but I did. <laughs> we, should, we have to make this. I'm telling right. you, this is a good idea. Uh, but I know you pace Laura for Boulder Field, and she did say you were a good pacer because at the end, she hit like a seven minute mile, which is ridiculous. Listen, she gave, she's not a hugger, Grace. I think everybody that knows her knows she's not yeah. a hugger. She dislikes yeah. hugs. I got a hug at the end. So yeah. that's four stars. Come on. That's at least four. I already gave you five. Now you want to go down to four? No. Being, four star pacer. That's you. I, I'm, I, I like pacing. It's, no, it's funny though. It's one of those things where like being in the front of the pack. All right. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't the first time I paced. Don't ask me who it was. It might've been Becky. I'm not sure, but I really wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it. I had no problem doing it. You know, 20 miles and it was going to be pretty much all overnight. And I knew how slow it would be, but I knew it would be slow. Okay. But, yeah. and I, I wasn't sure if that would bother me, even though it wasn't my race, I was doing it for somebody else. It's just yeah. like, oh my gosh, can we, you know, I got to go faster. But that was in my head. But this is why you've never asked me to run with you. No, no. But like after I did it and it was slow. But I loved every second of it. I literally loved every second of it. And I've loved every second from there on out of everybody I've paced. It's just like everybody's got to do it. It's it's fun. It's it's inspiring. And like the the time flies, even though I'm going, you know, it can be a hike, a 30 mile hike. But for me, the time always flies. Yeah. Maybe that's because yeah. I'm not the miserable one. You know, I'm just I, I know I have a job to do. And but I, I love it. I really do love it. Yeah. Uh, pacing super fun. I probably, probably prefer crewing over pacing. Hmm. Um, but I've paced before and really enjoyed it. I think it's a neat thing to do to 
um, you know, allow yourself to, to commit, not allow yourself, but commit yourself to somebody else's race, I think right. is a, a really great gift to give. And the same is true for crewing too, just in a different way. Yeah. It's, it's a blast. I, I, I love it. I, anytime that I'm free and somebody asks me if I can, I'm like, heck yeah, because yeah, it's fun to help somebody uh, accomplish the goal too, obviously. Yeah. We got to, we got to ask out on the uh, interwebs, some good ideas for crew and pacer gifts. So I gave out a good idea already, already hats, uh, gooder sunglasses, gift cards. We'll have to crowdsource for some more crew and pacer gifts. Idiot runner, idiot runner gear. Idiot runner gear. That's a really good idea. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I have my idiot runner hat on. No, but I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's, let's face it, it's, it's not very hard to find some cool, cheap running stuff that, uh, yeah, but we, we want something creative. So we're gonna, we're gonna crowdsource. We're gonna come up with some ideas for all the people out there. Okay. Because okay. we're coming up on fall race season. And um, the other topic that we, so I think we covered that we covered crew and pacer care, take care of your crew, take care of your pacers. And if you're a crew or you're a pacer, demand a hat. Yeah, make sure there's no surprises. You're, you know, you, yeah. you, you should, don't ever be that person that asks somebody to come and they come and they think maybe you'll help them out a little bit and you didn't think you had to. Like, at least yeah. talk about it beforehand, man. Like, this is what uh, I Well, yeah. And I think that's a good um, addition on this is you really should have a crew and pacer meeting. You yeah. know, have a, a meeting about, you know, here's what we're going to do here. Um, you know, as a runner, you should have a crew chart when you're anticipated to come into all of the aid stations. You should have all of your gear clearly marked. Let people know what you want, what you don't want, things to say, things not to say. I'm not going to tell you my list of things not to say because that's what you're going to say. No, I, I have a, a good addition though, before we, before we move on. And it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And I, before I was doing all this stuff, I would have never thought about it myself, but when you use a significant other to crew, mostly to crew you, you know, mm -hmm. and I found this out myself and Becky, I'm sure can, would agree it to a certain point, but there's no, there's no filter. So mm -hmm. When I'm Mr. Cranky Pants, I'm going to take it out on her because I can, you know, not because I can, but, you know, because I'm yeah. allowed to. She's my wife. She 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 can feel me a little more. She know, I don't know. I can beat her up a little more, I guess, is what I'm saying. Where if I'm having you or a friend, you, for example, out there. Yeah. Um, it might be better because it keeps me from going to those low places and saying those things I really don't need to say. If that makes any sense, like it does for you being there crewing me at mile 70 when I feel like hell. And I might just say, you know, I might feel like hell and you give me what I need and I'll say thanks and be on my way. I don't know which one's better I, or which one's worse. It does, but I, I can't say that I don't ever get cranky with my friends either. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm a super happy runner and everything, but if there's a race that I'm stressed about because of cutoff times or something like that, I can get hyper-focused on what I have to do. And I just 
I get real direct and, um, and I don't always come off across, uh, come across the way that I want to come across. So I've been guilty of that before, even with my friends. So I, I think it, but again, it's one of those things that you talk to your, your crew about and anybody who's not crewed me before, and I'm bringing them into that world. I kind of let them know ahead of time, just so you know, it is not personal. I'm a, I'm a very happy go lucky runner until it gets to a really big race and I can, I can get a little, I get intense and intensity can, can, um, be perceived uh, a way that I don't mean it to. So. Yeah. I would, uh, agree. I would agree with that statement yeah. for myself too. It's I, I'm not good at, uh, expressing, expressing my intensity, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. My intensity is it's very direct. And I, like, I kind of warn my crew ahead of time. Like I come in, I'm going to ask for things and I want to get out of there. I, you know, I, I, I really don't with the types of races that I choose, I typically don't have time to like tell a story or, or, you know, have fun at the aid stations. I really don't have time for that. I, I have to get in and out. Um, and my fun time is really out on the course. So I have to prep my, my team for that and things not to say to me. And yeah. <laughs> it's just something you, you, you do have to think a little bit when you, when you're mm -hmm. uh, trying to come up with a game plan of who you might want to ask to be your crew. It's something to think about, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the same goes for crew and pacers. You know, if your runner's not doing that for you, you might ask them, like, hey, can we have a meeting? And I, I've had my crew and my pacers remind me of that. Hey, Grace, I'd really like to have a meeting. And I'm like, oh, shoot, that's right. We should do that. And um, uh, Chris Young, I remember the first time, well, it was the only time, but um, it was the first time for him pacing. He paced me for World's End 100K. And he, it was so funny. He's like, yeah, I did, I did practice pacing with Rhoda and, and I wanted to get tips on how to be a great pacer. Chris Young's just the, you know, yeah. he's the nicest guy. And so he had asked me ahead of time, you know, do you want somebody who's going to tell you stories or do you want me to just shut up and run with you? You know, so you, you kind of let your pacer know, here's what I need from you probably um, here's what to do if things are, are going poorly. So I think um, having that conversation with pacers ahead of time can just make the whole process go much easier, you know? Yep. Precisely. Yeah. All right. So, so I'm running this race. Mm -hmm. I have you are. a crew. I don't have any pacers. Yeah. Becky does have a pacer, somebody she's going to meet out there who lives out there and pacing her. Uh -huh. For quite a while and lauren actually gets the pacer for the last seven miles <gasps> yay yeah that'll be cool that'll be cool um so but grace what do we do to recover after mm. this race do you have a plan afterwards so i'm always of uh i always just kind of say you know do what your body tells you to do which sounds like an okay. easy easy out as far as you know proper recovery but you don't yeah, it's have pretty lazy it is, but it's it's lazy. But I always like to get back on the horse, maybe too soon when it comes to running. To also, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and a lot of it, and for me, is is in my mind. Like the day after a hundred miler, I can my legs work and they run, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is great. But that doesn't really mean I should be going out and putting them too many miles, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really? 
What do you have? What I mean, give yeah. us. Yeah. Well, I'll give you. I'll give you um, one of the things that I do with my athletes as a coach. I don't always do it myself. You know, I try to, but <laughs> but as a coach, I think it's important um, to help our athletes plan for afterwards. And you probably do a better job with your athletes than you do yourself. You know, that's, that's just how we are. But, but if you don't have a coach, you know, it is important to try to figure out what am I going to do immediately afterwards? And there are some key things to do immediately afterwards. And one is to, it depends on the length of the race. And I think your point is solid. Do what your body wants you to, but um, usually your body wants protein pretty quickly afterwards. So you might have a protein shake ready to go for after the race. You might have, um, if you know you're going to be traveling in a car or traveling on a plane afterwards, you might have some compression socks ready to go. So after you get your shower, you're switching over to compression socks to take care of those calves. Um, I, uh, one of the things I like to have ready to go is just a uh, face wash because <laughs> I get I get acne like three days after big races every time because I get these uh, clogged pores. So mm. I, I like to have some face wash ready to go. So wash my face immediately afterwards to try to get rid of some of the gunk. Um, and to that extent, you know, just have some things to wash your hands because they're probably gross some hand sanitizer. Like I like to have a little go bag ready to go for after the race. If it's a race that's in the cold, well, I know I'm going to need dry clothes immediately afterwards. I need to get out of my wet stuff quickly. You know, this is having um, somebody else having rain odds. So I want to have dry clothes for afterwards. I want to have compression socks. I want to have something to wash my face and my hands. And I want to have a protein shake, maybe some Kleenex, uh, cause I probably got gunk in my nose and some chapstick. So I like to have a couple of things ready to go for immediately afterwards. And then I like to give my athletes some tips on what to do the next day. I think hands down, no matter what, at a bare minimum, there should be a nice and easy 15 minute walk. Right. I believe in active recovery for some people that can be a 20 minute or a 30 minute walk but at least 15 minutes to just move the legs and recovery always goes faster. If you can get outside or even on a treadmill and just do a nice, easy walk. And then I highly suggest to everybody Epsom salt bath. I think if you can't do an Epsom salt bath, there is an Epsom salt lotion called Epsom it. And so Epsom salt bath science says it helps. I do it. <laughs> um, if you can do some foam rolling, I think foam rolling afterwards is great. And then uh, huge amounts of water and protein the next day. So that's um, kind of a base that I tell my athletes, move a little bit, foam roll if you can, uh, water, Epsom if you can, and protein the next day in whatever form your body is able to take in lots of protein and that's going to speed recovery so that you can get back to running sooner. So I discourage the whole couch potato for the next five days, right? You got to keep moving and train hard. Uh, I, I say train hard and um, taper hard. I think there's some people who don't taper hard enough. They don't taper at all. Adam Kolb. 
<laughs> and uh, and uh, race hard and then recover hard. So I'm a big fan of doing all the things for recovery. And I think some people do some additional things. Some people really enjoy yoga. Some people get a massage. I think there's some other things that you can do, but at a bare minimum, if you can't do anything else, I would say a 15 minute walk and lots of water. Yeah. And I think that goes for the whole, the, the whole following week. I mean, it's yeah. important. And I agree. It's important the next day that the day that all you want to do is sleep, especially if it's a long, big ultra race, uh, mm-hmm. lay around, sleep and eat all the good food. You, you still go out, but then for the, for the next five to seven days, just mm-hmm. even if you don't feel it or you mentally don't feel like running or physically don't feel like running, mm-hmm. stay moving you know, do that biking thing that apparently people like doing if you have to. (laughs) Yeah. And I think to the, the opposite side of that, I've seen people and I've been guilty of this myself. I I got a pretty bad injury once because I I did a very tough 50 K and the next day, my, uh, I was supposed to be doing a back-to-back training run. So I used a 50 K as a, a training run. And then the next day went out for, uh, 13 miles And I didn't take care of myself in between. And I ended up getting a partial tear in my hamstring tendon uh, because my quads were way too tight. And and so um, going back to running too soon afterwards, it can also be a bad idea. So laying around can be a bad idea. And then <laughs> Adam's on. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then uh, laying around too much can be a bad idea. And then going back to running too soon can also be a bad idea. I've seen that happen with athletes doing a hundred miler and then saying, oh, well, I feel good. Well, you might feel good. Um, but going back too soon afterwards can also uh, put you into injury. So taking your rule of thumb generally is a day for every 10 miles. So if you're doing a 50 miler, that's five days off. Everybody's different, but that gives you a starting point if you're new to it, I think. And um, stick to walking. Walking is walking, riding. It's just uh, easier on your joints. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, and it's pretty commonsensical is that, you know, your, your body, your muscles, your bones, everything is strained after a long, hard run, whether it's Mm -hmm. if your first 20 miles, your first marathon, your first hundred miler, it doesn't matter. Everything is stressed. Everything could feel great. Oh my gosh, I made it through and I don't have a single injury, but that, uh, overuse injury or strain Mm -hmm. or whatever might only be one mile more away. And you know, because I've been there. I felt amazing after a real long run one time. And that following week, it was like, well, I might as well get back to it here. Mm-hmm. And I did nothing wrong. And then something started hurting after those couple runs, you yeah. know. So it was just the tipping point where all I had to do is let my body recover from the strain I put on it. And it would have been a million bucks. But it's mm-hmm. hard to do sometimes, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think... You know, if you're somebody who wants to be doing this for the next 20, 30, 40 years, then, uh, you know, recover hard and take care of yourself, then you're more likely to be able to do that and stay out of the injury zone. Right. Good stuff. A lot of people are saying, yeah, I already knew all this stuff, whatever. But now it's 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 easy to to get excited about, you know. 
Yeah, but I had this, I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to some people the other, oh, it was, uh, uh, I was talking to a Hoka rep um, at our Trail Sisters uh, run. Occasionally we have Hoka come out because Hoka and Trail Sisters have a partnership. And we were talking about shoes and we were talking about um, marketing because on must have amazing marketing because I don't know anybody who runs in on shoes, but every time I go to the airport, that's all everybody's wearing. I don't know mm. how it works, <laughs> but I, I anyway, it led to this conversation about the <sighs> Google is just not a great, the res, Google results at the top of anything that has to do with running usually is not the best source of information. And so we were talking about how most everything I learned about running was either from podcasts or really great books and running with other people who know more than me. And even the running books that I've read were not the books that were at the top of the Google search list. It was books that other people recommended to me. And the podcasts were not the ones at the top of the list. It was podcasts that other people recommended to me. And, um, it's hard, it's hard to find good information. And then you listen to a podcast and somebody says something like, Hey, did you know they had Epsom salt lotion? And maybe there's one person out there who didn't know that. And now they know it hopefully. So I don't know. I like talking about this kind of stuff because it's been so helpful for me in the past. There's, um, so it's so hard to find good information. Right. Yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if our listeners knew absolutely everything. There will be a quiz at the end. Yep. And if you fail, you you get one you're star. Out. One star. <laughs> you're a one star. You get you go back to the bottom. It's like shoots and ladders. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I think that's uh, you have you is there more you want to say? Miss five, four out of five stars. Uh that's it. That's good. I'm, okay. I'm I'm sitting here thinking I I'm going to have a real hard time making it to 7:30 on Monday. I I wonder I, I don't know what your schedule how your schedule fits, but we it would work to do it Tuesday next week for me, not Monday. But we can. I talk. think I think I can do Tuesday. Tuesday should work. I'll still be train in in uh in the vehicle at 7 30 next monday and last time i tried in the vehicle i got there it was a pretty. and it was not pretty i <laughs> so, mean it was super fun for me because i just got to talk but well but uh, everybody wants to hear how your race went so we'll do that next week we're gonna have uh so next week we might be at a different uh day and time we'll hear uh, all about your race uh, we're going to be pre-gaming for Eastern States coming up. If you are a fan of that race, even if you're not, if you want to hear more about Eastern States, we'll pre-game for Eastern States. And then um, coming up soon, later in August, I have a guest coming on who's going to talk about what it's like to live in a van. That's going to be fun. <laughs> and we'll talk about dog etiquette, how to run with your dog, all the things about dogs and running. So that's going to be a fun episode. And how to take care of your poo. When, when you live in a van? Yeah. I mean, you always have to deal with That's it. That's where you went. That's what you thought about first. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll, we'll find out. So I love to hear, love to hear everybody's questions about what it's like to live in a van. 
met absolutely down by the river in a van down by the river, the Susquehanna river and, um, and, uh, running with dogs. And then we have Eastern States coming up. We have all kinds of fun episodes. So make sure that you tune in to hear about all the things. And I think are we, we're going live at Eastern States, right? Oh boy. Um, I guess now we are since you've done this. <laughs> no, that is the plan. The plan the is plan. I, at least myself, since I will be at Tombs Flats, they are going to have a um, internet's interwebs capability there. So mm-hmm. I have, the, I believe I have the ability to go live there and I plan on having a live feed from Tombs Flats mile 62 ish at Eastern yeah. state, which is a really cool aid station. And yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that next show a little bit because I I need some help. This aid station needs to be the best aid station in, ever in the history of aid stations. Oh boy! So we need to get into that a little bit next week. Okay. What food? What what do I do? I wear like a string bikini? I don't know. I I don't know. There's do so I do many options. My hands like just yeah, exactly. So we need to. I need to find get everything. Uh, set for that so that like it is like people talk about this for years to come sounds good well lots of things coming up so make sure you tune in to the podcast and i think i retrieved my instagram account information finally i didn't know it was lost cool yeah i didn't tell you good that's good (laughs) it was lost for a little bit so i think we're back on instagram now and uh, check us out on Facebook and on YouTube and like it and share it with all your friends and come back next week. All right, Grace, try not to lose anything within the next week. Okay. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye.